that's going to be a thing that I think I, they're already dealing with it. What am I talking about? Uh, uh, every freaking office on the planet is, is starting to come to terms with whether or not they need to rent that space out anymore or whether they can just let their you know, office work from home. Yeah. So, you know what makes me bummed about not having an office job to go back to? What? I would 100%, knowing what I know about nutrition, would dedicate myself to becoming as grotesquely fat as possible. Oh, just interesting. Like, uncomfortably, like when Mac got fat and always sunny, just a good 70 pounds oh, yeah, you want to in blow like right three by months. Yeah, which is like inhuman, but I know I could do it. Yeah, just because I'm a winner. <laughs> Drinking melted butter. <laughs> yep. Just melted down Ben and Jerry's, just pints of it. Pouring it over your ice cream. Crying, screaming, primal <laughs> scream. I wish I were dead. I can feel it moving through my veins. Um, why would you do this? Just to have give everybody something to talk about. Like, how was your pandemic? Uh, well, I made a sourdough starter. Would oh, you like a piece of the mother dough? Oh, that would be great. <laughs> I spent a lot of time with my children. That's Oh, my God. And it's just me laboring to walk into the room. Top of the morning, everybody. I trust you all had a swell commute. Whew, I gotta take a little sit down here. <sighs> Give me one of those non-dairy creamers. It's been five minutes since I stuffed something in my mouth. Your office is on the first floor. <laughs> yeah, just walking up one step just yep. gassed me. Ooh, boy. Tell you what, I know what you're thinking. He's put on a couple LBs. <laughs> oh, no. I'll have you know I've actually lost 20. I figured this was going to be some weird... Uh thing where you're like yeah i'm gonna get as fast as po fat as possible so then i can lose all the weight and surprise everybody but yeah then, i've seen stuff like that like le lean into the skin huh the personal trainer who does like the empathy gain yes where he's like shredded and he gains 60 pounds and then he takes it all off so he could feel what his clients were feeling and i'm like well that's both patronizing and amazing good for you that you got your six-pack back that's however insane. that's what crazy people do all you're showing me is yes i'm fat yes i could lose the weight but i won't because i don't have discipline oh so now you're telling me that it's a character flaw how interesting <laughs> thank you sir that's what this was all about cool it's a referendum on me that's exactly what i hope for as i started this journey it's so great how different people are how different people get to be different thank you for that yeah, so is... fuck that. There's no losing that weight, man. If I put that on, That's I'm brutal. destroying my arteries and my asshole. Uh -huh. But it's worth it. It's beautiful. Everyone get that image? It's just going to get a little bit worse. Don't let like... go of it. No, keep thinking about it. Think about the varicose veins on my giant blob tits. They just sit like Garfield's eyes on top of my stomach, which is just littered with stretch marks fresh ones every day like mcdonald's breakfast i'm thinking speaking of which your belly button it looks like a little mouth like a ooh. it's so a it's, super sad uh, mouth so every now and then you draw on your fat i hate mondays <laughs> <laughs> i put french fries in my belly button and just go garfield likes lasagna and it's just you smashing oh there's an image just rubbing it in there yep. people will pay you for that on the internet i'm telling you that could be the market you corner. Oh, 100%. Drawing a, drawing a Garfield lookalike on your body and then uh, smashing lasagna into your belly button. I, I would actually be like pretty proud to put that on my LinkedIn. Get behind it. It's happening. Yeah. Well, what so, are you going to do? I don't know. I can't beat that. I don't know. I think you, you're a clever boy. I'm tall, tall, skinny, white dude. I'm sure there's people who would do mean <gasps> things to me. There you go. You come back as a Q guy. Oh, great. I can just oh you're talking. I can lean into the alt right and just get all those people. 
Yeah, I mean, when you go back, I to- am getting a rally together with some. I got to get the Alex Jones voice going on a little bit more. Oh yeah. What are they trying to hide? I don't understand. Meet me, all patriots. Meet me in the break room in five minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're gonna all get together at the local Target and buy some tiki torches so that we can see into the night for freedom. That's the only reason, I promise. No other conceivable reason we would be doing this. It's certainly not because all of you are white supremacists. With the same haircut. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. All of them wearing their shirts because they don't want... There's some tattoos they don't want you to see. Oh, America. Why are you still the same after all this time? (laughs) We're just becoming reality TV. Like, the whole nation is the most compelling reality TV. Maybe that's the problem, is reality TV's made us horrible. You'd think that, like, I, I don't know. Every now and then when I'll, I see, like, the Jersey Shore or, you know, keeping up with the Kardashians or you just see, like, a little clip of any of that stuff, I sit there and look at myself and it makes me go, I really want to be a better person. <laughs> well, I, I don't really think reality shows <laughs> turned us into trash. I think reality shows are a reflection of the fact that we are trash. I know, and I my point being is you would have thought that it would have made people better because you would sit there and look at it on camera forever <laughs> being like, I never want to be one of these people losing their shit at this deli for no reason because someone said something mean about their hair you know i've got to take a real look in the mirror yeah and you sit there and you think about it and go what's the worst thing i've done like that <laughs> you know you have you those just moments flashback to kicking a horse yeah <laughs> just a little baby horse you had a nice boot run off i'm gonna live forever and you just you know you think about your your not so great moments in life and you go I'm going to make sure I'm not this type of person. I would never want to be the waiter in this scenario, you know, when this thing's happening where this person's losing their shit and flipping a table. And that's all. It's, it's there forever. From You know, like reality TV is always going to be there, unfortunately. And it's always going to be the worst of us. It's always going to be the worst of humanity on display. Well, yeah. Would it be entertaining to see like a principal who came back from cancer to really lead his school into he's like, we're going to do things differently. I got a new lease on life. And all of a sudden test scores are up. And we've got an award-winning basketball team. No, like the point is, I'm not, like I, no one would give a shit. I got, I have no problem with it being terrible people doing terrible things. It scares me that when you talk to people, they're like, "Oh, I would totally love to be a terrible person on a reality show." It's aspirational. Yeah, it becomes an yeah, exactly. It's like when you ask kids and they want to be TikTokers and streamers, and you go, "Those people objectively suck," as they like put that facade on, like there's a camera in front of them for their entire lives. It's a fucked up, weird kind of part of human culture now it's the same thing as reality tv either you are this fucked up or you are willing to pretend to be this fucked up because you're psychotic i just wish it would make us better (laughs) and it's not because they're like wait how much money is that that abs dude from the jersey shore worth millions you say many 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 millions oh okay Sure, I can be a piece of shit, too. Yeah. I'll fake having muscular dystrophy on the real world if that gets me money. Hey, sweetie, sweetie, get the camera rolling while I hit the kids. And, like, they're... <laughs> Honey, I slapped the kids. And a YouTube star was born. <sighs> that was very depressing. Yeah. We tried our damnedest to make that go down easy. It's going to be a happy episode. It's going to be something. Do you want to just... um? Not keep- our audience. Our audience doesn't hit their children. <laughs> As far as I know, if you are, you're doing a damn good job hiding it. Well, our audience doesn't have children. 
They're all lonely, depressed pets. losers. Or pets, whatever. Sure. Yeah. Any, I could see a couple people out there who hit their dogs. Should I yep. name names? Skittish people. <laughs> Skittish, <laughs> Skittish dogs. <laughs> the following listeners I know to be serial abusers yep. of their pets. That hit the, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get a list going this is why we need to start involving cameras this will be a good video podcast yeah our body language contributes a lot to your understanding of the <laughs> show the, the cameraman would hate it what i can't just set it on you're not just like sitting across a desk mm, no because halfway through this Aurora's gonna decide to lie down on the floor <laughs> and uh you're, just gonna, you're gonna have to get that angle while he sits there he's not just gonna recline he's, he's gonna lie down at some point also can we get someone in here to vacuum uh I fucking now I'm just imagining you. That's like a recurring segment on the podcast. Just like Rory's lying down, yeah. and the revol- the recliner just starts going down <laughs> tediously slow. Yeah, you're just in a sleep number bed. But you're just I, propped up in bed. I'm not even sure what I would talk when I talk about like things that make me tired or things that make me sad. I think we just continue with the conversation. It's just the moment that we know you've really given up for the day. <laughs> oh, great! <laughs> Rory goes that's back in the storage, but he still wants to participate. <laughs> yeah. Someone get him a blankie and some cocoa. <laughs> It does sound kind of nice, though. Some, uh, some cocoa, some nice hot cocoa. Put a, little, put a little whipped cream on top. Oh, marshmallow. Just a scotch. You get the baby marshmallows. Mm. Yeah, because when those get melty, it's not a choking hazard. Yeah, it's not like the big ones where you're like, "This is a little gross now." Yeah, yeah. You get some. Whip- yeah, just the little ones. The little ones look like teeth. Yeah. I always wanted to be like. You ever see like there was always a cartoon where like a kid put an oversized marshmallow into his hot chocolate and absorbed it and then he like plopped it out and then <laughs> cut it like it was food <laughs> that's the dream that's great that's the dream right there speaking of which you've seen that comic the garfield comic where it's implied that john drinks Odie's spunk right no i haven't what <laughs> there's this oh dude what haven't you ever been on the internet it's like i, I every time i turn around there it is the Odie spunk comic come on man it's basically a commodity do you have eyes I thought you were into NFTs. <laughs> I bought steak in the OD Cum comic. I got three of them. It's it's this weird, and I, I've never figured out if it's real or not, but it's, it's a really funny idea if it isn't, and it's fucking amazing if it is. If yeah. this appeared in the Sunday papers, I will find Jim Davis's corpse and kiss it on the mouth because it's funny as shit Get ever. to digging. <laughs> John thinks he's drinking milk or something, and then a nurse comes in and is like, yeah, we jacked off your dog to get a lady dog pregnant. Hey, what happened to that vial? Like, the way that it's put. Yeah. Like, John drinks it, and she's like, oh, boy, in eight weeks, he'll be giving birth to a healthy litter of puppies. There's no fucking way <laughs> that they put in the Sunday comics a, a fucking strip like, oh, just right there, right below Peanuts. What's the Garfield? Oh, God. <laughs> look at that. Charlie Brown got the football moved, and he <laughs> fell on. Look at What's this? Oh, it's John drinking cum <laughs> <laughs> on the Sunday paper. What's next? Doonesbury's going to do heroin. Yeah. Hey, Gar the Horrible, sitting there with a meth pipe. Fun bit about that, uh, at one point in the 90s, they were going to do Hagar the Horrible Cola, and the whole marketing <laughs> fell apart, for obvious reasons. Yeah. Garfield? It's horrible. <laughs> John drinks dog, and then it doesn't finish. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Here's the comic. I guess they're not allowed to finish it. Is it real? <sighs> okay, cartoonist denies. Okay. All right. Let's see this. Of course he denied. 
Okay. You're telling me that another cartoonist couldn't come out there and plagiarize that incredible work? Let's listen to this. Okay. The pan- the comic goes, John, have a cup of coffee, John. Well, why, thanks. Don't mind if I do. He drinks whatever's in the cup. The nurse goes, congratulations, Mr. Arbuckle. You're going to give birth to a fine, healthy litter of puppies. Yeah. Garfield thought bubble. I hate puppies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, that's that one doesn't sound real. Here's the thing. Everybody started spreading this around. Great. Jim Davis had to clarify. He goes, this is the biggest. Tell me if this sounds like the biggest load of bullshit you've ever heard. On the farm, we used to give first calf heifers a high protein supplement to help them deliver healthier calves. Uh, The supplement was provided by our vet. Uh, I assume that there would be a similar supplement for dogs. So really, John is just drinking a protein-enriched drink formulated for a pregnant dog. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, you're the most naive motherfucker in the world. That makes total sense. Or you're, oh, don't you get it? It's totally cool. I'll give him this. He's got a little plausible deniability because it's a mug, not a vial. I mean, why oh. would there be dog cum in a mug? Got what's on hand when it happens, man. I don't know. It's true. When the moment strikes. There you go. When your dog starts coming, you get a, you get whatever you can John's underneath that. It's just like, what was I supposed to do? Let it hit the floor? It's pearly gold. <laughs> it's awful. Let's stop. Let's stop talking about the That's Garfield the name of the episode. Pearly gold. Uh, oh, Odie. This just reminds me of uh, all of like the Hello John comics that people put online like you know what those are are they the ones garfield without garfield no they're not no they're the ones that it's basically like the monster from uh the thing but oh, it's yeah. but it's garfield instead <laughs> so it's just like these really disturbing things where like you see Odie and then you realize it's just an appendage uh, like an appendage of the garfield monster <laughs> and you're just like what the fuck jesus so much stuff with Garfield. You had super disturbing. Garfield without Garfield, where they just took him out and John's a depressing person. Oh, that's, yeah, it's really sad. I remember the first one I saw, it made me laugh so hard, and then I realized <laughs> it was all that. And I was like, okay, I'm done. You really just need one. You really just need one of those. Yeah, this is very sad. Uh, people love to do dark, fucked up yeah. stuff with Garfield. It's just like him with a plate of lasagna there, and then he just says something very sad, and you're like, amazing. He just <laughs> stares at the ground with his little booty yeah. lip. I don't understand anything at all anymore. And you're just like, okay, great. What do you think, Garfield? Will she call me back? And then it's just him staring. He's got that thousand-yard stare for two panels. (sighs) Yep. Yep. I got a question for you. Mm Mm-hmm. If you... Please tell me it's not about Garfield. It's not (laughs) about Garfield. (laughs) We're pivoting away from Garfield. Oh, no. Here's the thing. When we started doing this in the closet back in Texas, yeah, we did a couple of commercials, and yeah. one of them was for Stank Puss Skate Company. <laughs> now, here's where we get this podcast into the stratosphere, Rory. What if we were to put a Stank Puss logo on stickers, send them to Jordan Maxim, and have him put them on his deck? Because he's not going to put stickers on his skateboard deck when he uses it to grind. That's just it's terrible, because think, think about that. Okay, we'll have it emblazoned. We'll pay to have it emblazoned on the board. Like like spray painted or something? Sure. <laughs> He's going to be like, no, fuck you guys. 
It's rustic, Jordan. Come yeah. on. It's like I don't, I don't want to do that. The skateboard smells like dog gum. Yeah. Probably we probably have more luck if it was literally anything else. <laughs> what then, stank puss? Yeah, I don't with like a rad little cat. Everyone thinks puss means like puss. I'm talking about a, a super rad kind of mangy cat. Yeah, I'm sure everybody. I'm sure everybody got that. Well, exact. It's like the dog drink. It's drinking the dog semen thing. We didn't provide <laughs> the proper context yeah, for great. what we meant. Yeah, that's exactly. I'm glad we got there in the end. <laughs> it's so important that we got there in the end, so we didn't leave anybody out to dry on that one. They might have thought that we were disgusting, awful people. It's called artistic integrity. Look it up. Yeah. Whew. So yeah, I I don't think that'll work. No. No. Okay. Also, think about it, we got to find his address and shit. That wouldn't be difficult. We know people who are still in touch with him. Yeah. So you're saying let's okay, so let's stalk somebody we know who's become famous to whore ourselves to that person in the hope of notoriety. Even though the thing we're sending for him to do will in no way relate back to us at all and will not translate into any more listens. Well, Rory, I think it'd be pretty awesome, don't get me wrong, if it happened and you see the thing, like he's grinding there's like the picture. Stank puss right yeah. the front. And then if he tagged us in it on social media, that's how it gets back to us. Oh, and that's how But I like friends. the idea that he forgets and it was all for nothing. Yes. That See, fits the motif of the that show. That makes it, me feel a lot better about it, too. Yeah. That's a good one. Wait, who sent this to me? Oh, well, better never find figure it out. Like, I just I don't, I don't, I don't care. Whatever. Yeah. He just moves on with his life. <laughs> Full of people who care about him. <laughs> nice wife and he's sponsored yeah. by like rolling papers and stuff Ooh, look at this beautiful house must be nice that's cool all you had to do is be like super super talented yeah no big deal yeah. also a nice person so it happened to a nice person which is always nice nice fuck that guy <laughs> no, he's just... bro he's got stories uh, that'd be a good thing to do take our most successful friends and just blow up their spot on this podcast oh yeah and just tell stories about him yeah well i used to give jordan rides to the skate park when we were in high school and so some things how he'd be like i don't give a fuck tell all those stories it's like you made up half of that and i don't even care yeah he was actually poseidon god of the sea <laughs> what i won't deny that one i didn't know until then when he got sad it rained just like that girl from that men in black movie you know, the not good one. You'll have to be more specific. Yeah, exactly. Because there were four, if you count the one that didn't have the original cast, right? It was the one where when the girl cried, it rains. <sighs> there was one of them. It was one of the Men in Black movies. I'm going to shoot straight with you. I saw two and three once. Yeah. Again, because that's the only thing you needed to do. And I didn't even really like the first one that much. I thought the first one was fine when I was a kid. You know. It was more like a cultural thing like everybody was seeing it oh so good so you see it it's the hot new movie that's out i mean i was too young when it came out but years later when i saw it you were i remember seeing it in theaters and being shit terrified of the aliens yeah i was i remember starting to see it in the theater and i was shit terrified of the aliens and my aunt who was with us was like oh no the kids are not watching this and pulled us all out of the theater damn yeah so i watched it later decisive <laughs> yeah I am also the kid that got to watch The Exorcist at nine. It was the moment when he pulls his face back and goes, is that better? <laughs> and my aunt was just like, we are out of here. <laughs> I loudly yells, fuck yeah. this. What a mistake to bring nine-year-old kids to. Like, I don't know how old we were at the time, but we were like a nice range of age. So she was just like, no, we are, we are not staying here. Yep. We're going to go see the Napoleon Dynamite, <laughs> which was way, way later. 
eat the food, Tina. Isn't that funny? What a terrible movie. Oh, man. Think about how much money that movie made for being really, like, honestly, not that good of a movie. It was just like that stupid, quirky shit that hit when we were in high school, yeah. 2004, 2005. Well, it was just like it was that kind of movie where, like, nothing really happens and nothing goes on. And, like, things change, but the people don't change. And some shit happens and it's over. But he literally just, sta- like, breathes through his mouth for the entire movie and just stares at the ground. Yep. And, like, it just... He wins that... He does that great dance and everyone goes whoa how about that yeah that's the whole payoff to the movie yeah everybody likes him because he did a cool dance in his moon boots he sits and he hoards uh what was it the food he's got the he's got little tater Tater tots tots. yeah napoleon give me some tots he's hoarding the tots that creepy dude who gets his picture taken by the young girl oh Uh, you know i watch it again Go watch no, it. No, I have no desire to. Too late. You've got to know. It's one of those stupid next, things. Next episode, we're going to do nothing but talk about Napoleon Dynamite. So you need to go watch it again. Well, then, if we're going to do that, we nothing. need to watch all their other movies. No, oh. Nacho Libre, Gentleman Broncos. Um, Forget it. <laughs> I think one of them's called Delta Burke or something like that. Yeah, no. You, you've, you've sold me. I quit. Well met. Yeah. Well, well met. Well, good job. We got to that middle area and realized, I don't want to do any of that. All of it sounds terrible and particularly uninteresting. Yeah, we're not going to play chicken with this gimmick. The Seagal thing no. is one thing. Seagal was great. I will I'll talk about that horrible man for days and days. I get a sick pleasure out of talking about Steven Seagal. He's kind of everything I want to be minus the sexual assault. <laughs> so you two just want to like flee to a different country? Just be a fat loser who lives in Eastern Europe and was like, I was good at karate once. And like, okay, and just beats people Can you up. touch your toes? Yeah. No, my spray-on ponytail will fall out. As he said, in between bites of pasta. <laughs> <laughs> Mixed with Entenmann's donuts. Ooh, that sounds pretty great. <laughs> Entenmann's are a guilty pleasure. They those, really are. Those powdered donuts are fan-fucking-tastic. And I'm not a big powdered donut guy, but every now and then, those little those Entenmann's little, poppables. Oh, damn it. There was a store, like, right at the top of the corner where I used to live in New York. So every now and then I'd be like, I'd be walking home. I'd be like, do I have like $3 in my pocket? Why, yes, I do. And I'd walk in there and I'd get the little glazed ones and I'd get some of the little, uh, yeah, the little powdered donut ones and just get so sick later from just eating those. <laughs> <laughs> my fond memories of giving myself the sugar shit. But you can't eat just one <laughs> and you just regret that later. Uh, Whose motto was that? Pringles? Uh, I think that was Lay's. Lay's? Lay's. Bet you can't eat just one. Because mm. Pringles was all about for a while. They were like, with other chips, they're all greasy. And they get on your hands. I'm like, shut the fuck up, Pringles. That happens with you, too. Yours make my fingers powdery. Yeah. Like, there's ever, like, if I was Lay's or any of those other countries, I would have been like, yeah, but we're made from potato, you piece of shit. <laughs> like, I would have I gone right back at them. Like, why, why aren't you Pringles potato chips? Huh? Why aren't you, why aren't you potato? What is a Pringle? Pringle, I think, is mostly like a cornmeal product. It's potato, but it's also like cornmeal. Okay, so it's just enough potato to like register? Yeah, I, well, I feel like there was like a whole thing at some point about like them being Pringles potato chips. And like, so they're not Pringles, like they're potato crisps or some different. Like, it's not something you should be eating. I mean, corn is fine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, in all its many forms. Pringles are just like, they might as well be like Santita's corn chips, you know? 
Interesting. Is more or less what it is, I guess. Just like a different variety. And stacked differently, of course. Yes. I think it's a game. Like I'd rather just like get a like a bag of chips though than Pringles these days because you're getting more. You're getting more chip that way. You think so? I think so. You positive? Well, you think about it, man. Most of the weight there, I mean, the Pringles can has metal in it. It's got that sturdy cardboard versus a Mylar bag. You know, right there, the weight is obviously uh, in it's it's Pringles, you know. Sure. And then you're adding the chips. And you're stacking them on top of each other. They're not taking up a lot of space. I know there's a lot of air inside the Lay's bag. That's my problem. I'm not a big chip guy anyway, but chips are bullshit because half the bag is full of air. Well, and what are we comparing it to? Are we comparing it to like the same price? Like Pringles are, it depends where you go. Sometimes they're as much as like four fucking dollars. Well, again, four you should fucking be eating back. Pringles, so it's like putting like, dead babies on cigarette cartons. You know, like, like you're comparing it to like a four dollar bag of Ruffles. That bag of Ruffles, that's going to have more weight to it. See, the thing is, chip- I hate to break your, I hate to burst your bubble, man. I'm just telling you, chips like that are like 99 cents. How good could they be? Yeah. You get half a bag of stale farts. Mm-hmm. Ooh, chives. I wish they would stop doing that, but I get why. So they don't break. I get why. It's argument. just horseshit. But make the bag bigger, man. Exactly. Just make it a bigger bag. That's not cost effective. Well, I don't know what to tell you. Well, then you call it a family size and you charge four fucking fifty for it like a bunch of assholes. Uh, highway robbery. And now you've got the tiny bags and they're 99 cents. And there's barely any shit in there. That used to be 50 cent bag, but they made it a little bit bigger. Called 99 cent. Chips are a bullshit snack. I know you like them, but they are a bullshit snack. I mean, yeah, I like chips. Sure. I don't go out of my way to buy them all the time. Just chew on glass. Yeah. If you need to crunch on something, just chew on glass. Yeah. Well, what's a better snack? I don't know. Roast honey roasted peanuts off the top of my head. That's fair. Um, I'm a big Funyun guy. I know that's controversial. See, I don't really like Funyuns. Not really. Uh, not really. I don't know what it is. Uh, the dragon breath. Yeah, the, is challenging. The absolute disgust that my body feels after ingesting those. I think. Yeah, I guess my favorite chip is the Santitas, those, those corn chips. Oh, they're nice and salty. Every now and then you get one that's a little too salty. <laughs> oh man, that's great. That's some good stuff. What a surprise. It's called the devil's cut. <laughs> I'm going to uh, out the the new girl at work. She has she's oh, yeah. ke- she's keto and she had keto pork rinds in her purse and I'm like, "Isn't the healthiness of keto offset by the fact that you're eating pork rinds?" I mean, I don't know how the diet works. You have to tell me. Keto is like all fat, minimal carbs. You can have like 50 grams of carbs, but you're just eating a fuck ton of protein and fat. You eat fat and protein all the time, and you work out. I think I've talked about keto before. Yeah, where it's like, but you're like you really got to stick to a specific amount of it. You have to stick to the no more than fifty grams. Uh, maybe it's based on body weight, but I've heard fifty grams. Wow, that's what mine was looking like. And I looked at the sheer amount of fat I had to eat, and I was like, it's not that I can't wrap my head around the concept of eating fat because it's not Marlon Brando's liposuction yeah. remains from a surgery. But I'm just like, anytime I eat something that's overly fatty, it's just like, it, it's disgusting, it's greasy, it's fat. I have never looked at anything I've ever eaten Mass spirit. <laughs> and gone, how many grams of anything is this? <laughs> I remember yesterday where you were eating your ice cream I, cone and I was like, I joked that it had 100 grams of fat and you were like, is that a lot? Yeah, I was like, is that a good thing? Because <laughs> I, I don't really care doesn't really bother me more power to you one day it'll kill me i don't care 
I thought that was the I point. I don't care, man. Yeah. That's why we're eating Pringles. That's, that's why I'm talking. Yeah, that's why I'm sitting there comparing. Like, which one of these is gonna weigh more <laughs> in my belly? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna sneak you into the movies. My tummy. Yep. Um, those pizza Pringles. Were you a fan of the pizza Pringles? I sure was. You know, it took me a long time to get into different flavors of chips. Mm-hmm. You know, but not a chip flavor guy. It wasn't for a while. I was mostly just like if I was gonna have them, I was gonna have like salt and vinegar. Mm-hmm. Did ranch like ranch flavored chips for a while, which was pretty weird, uh, but actually surprisingly good. And uh, now I just it doesn't matter. Sure. Did you I, like those dressed all pickles. over ones? Yeah, those were okay. Those were pretty good. Yeah, they were a little bit of everything. They're like like having an everything bagel. Drag that through a, a French chip. onion dip. You got a good time. Yeah. I don't know. I don't do a lot of dips either. I want a chip to stand by itself. <laughs> See, we're totally we're such different people. I'll That's why this podcast dip. works. I'll have dip. I'm not. I'm not like anti-dip. Okay, Jerry Seinfeld. I'm not anti-dip. I'm not anti-dip. I'm not an anti-dipper. Um, yeah, but I like a chip to be able to stand on its own. You know, it's fair if you're a chip guy. It's like I'll eat a whole are. bag of Ruffles and not have them dipped in anything, even though that's what they're made for. That sounds brutal. That's yeah. like eating tortilla chips without salsa or anything at all, which I do as well. That's fucking brutal. I <laughs> forgot you're a Santitas guy. Yeah. I'll just have, like, if a chip is, like, in any way at least a little salty, like, I'm good with it. That's fine. That's brutal. Well, I have a bad stomach, and my stomach can handle it. So I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Do you like saltines? Sure. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I'd like to put peanut butter on them. Yeah, that's good. I did that a lot as a kid. It was all these foods that, like, your family presumed you loved, and you're like, I could take or leave this. Now you're an adult, and you're like, I hated that. Yeah. No, I see. I like that. Like, saltine chip with some, like, or, like, saltine, like, the little... Little crackers. Yeah, that's what I, that's the word I was looking for. I had a stroke there for a second. <laughs> little saltine crackers with some peanut butter on them. Put a little top to them. Like tiny little peanut butter saltine sandwiches. Oh, boy. This is the best day in kindergarten ever. Oh, no, they're bullying me. <laughs> when you got, putting the class turtle down my pants. It got dark. It got dark fast. That's how most school stories went. Just always have that flashback. I'm in the first grade, and it was my job to hold the door. But those other two kids at the back of the line decided they wanted to stay outside for longer. But I'm supposed to hold the door. So what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to hold the door over there? Am I supposed to go inside? And now I'm getting in trouble. This is your Vietnam. Yeah. No. This is why I have anxiety. Well, you should have just came with the rest of the class. Well, I didn't know that, okay? And now I'm crying. Oh, boy. Every ruins. time you try to use a door from now on, you just break down with yeah. PTSD. It's like, Rory, Rory uh, he, he's great. He colors inside the lines. He always has things for show and tell. But the anxiety that he feels in the first grade seems a little concerning. And it's just being like, I just don't understand. You might want to nip this in the bud there, parents. Yeah. I'm just looking over there. Teacher, teacher, Stacy, she's coloring her sheep green. I don't understand. This is a world. We're supposed to have rules. <laughs> just like, I need to go outside and breathe for a moment. Uh, yeah, childhood. You know, normal childhood. Yeah. Just like. Did anybody uh, briefly think you had autism? <laughs> Maybe. That happened to me. Lord knows. I, I feel like I had I had so much energy in kindergarten that it was there. Yeah, I think they called my parents in and they were like, are you hitting him or something? <laughs> I can't remember what the word. Oh my, my, my mom cried, but it was one of those things. Like I remember, because um, like I just for whatever reason, and I don't like, even remember kindergarten really. Um, but they were like, 
yeah, you, like this is what this is. And they explained the concept of school to me. And I was like, oh, okay. And from then they never had a problem with me ever again. <laughs> but before that, I just didn't get it. I thought it was like hang out with your friends, like time away from home where I was just, again, a massive ball of energy running the fuck around all the time. And so I was probably doing that. And my teacher was probably like, I hate this kid. I fucking hate him. There's going to be an accident. Some books are going to fall. And it's just going to smush his little head. And I will rejoice. Yeah. But not visibly. Public school. <laughs> I'll go to the bathroom and do little jumps for joy. It's just Lincoln, Lincoln School. Because that's where I went to first grade, which is now a home. Oh, wow. I didn't even yeah. realize that. I thought you were a, a Berry City kid. Maybe it wasn't done. No, it wasn't done until the, I was there. My first year was my second grade. It's I was the first second grade class to ever go through the school I went to. Did I Isn't ever that something? Does it make me special? I hope it makes me special. It's <laughs> weird to think that that school was built in our lifetime because like yes. Spalding's old as shit. Yeah. And, like, my mom went to the old Spalding Graded, which is now the Historical Society. Yes. My grandparents, my mom and I, all went to the same high school. Mm-hmm. It fucks me up a little bit. Yep. Look at you. Third generation townie. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we got a third graduation Spalding kid over here. Yeah. Let me point you out. Can't wait to meet your kids in a couple years. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, because public school was depressing. Public school was so depressing. Our high school was extremely depressing. I remember being a senior and like meeting kids who ha- were on their second kid, younger than me. Oh yeah, for sure. And you're just I can like think of one specifically. This is like such a weird. Like I still think about that to this day and being like, what a weird fucking thing. And I just like looking at everyone's like, you're having sex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What you guys do that? A couple of. Them. Wait, you do that? What? you (laughs) hey at least they stayed in school yeah and also like people are having sex and i'm not makes me sad i guess i see the consequences as being somewhat of a negative at this age you just become petrified of sex yeah i can't no babies oh prom is scary prom was scary (laughs) this is why i went by myself i didn't go to my senior prom we had a lot on the line with prom because we did it at National Life. Oh, no, that was Crystal Ball. We did that at National Life after the people got caught fucking and National Life was like never again. Probably my class. They were the fuckers? Must have been. Maybe not. It was all pretty pretty bad. Could have been. A couple years. Could have been. But it could have been. I bet it was your class. Yeah, Because the been. seniors above you, you were a junior when I was a freshman. And Jeff yes. was a senior. Yes. Jeff's class was pretty low-key. Yeah, they were pretty low-key, pretty cool. So it was probably our class. And then you guys got the right taken away. And you were like, come on. And they're like, well. <laughs> That's the thing is Tanner and I went and did our pitch. Yeah. We like dressed up and went to talk to people like, at National Life. That class is not our class. You because can't we lump us all together. have class. Yeah. And I bet you the class in between us didn't get to go. Yeah. They were super squares. The, the people when I was in high school, yeah. the seniors when I first got in, pretty chill. Your class fucking sucked the yeah, class underneath you fucking sucked and they were all nerds and then there was my class which was a mixed bag but overall pretty good you can tell mine was pretty crappy i came from it <laughs> fair point come on didn't you graduate a bunch of like geniuses though mm. there were a couple of really smart people in my class um 
couple of couple of people went on went on to be Dartmouth grads, but didn't have the money. So you know, like they're special. I don't, ah, yes. I don't know. There were some smart people in my class. Uh, went on to do great things, and uh, I was not one of them. <laughs> Mostly a bunch of assholes who again went on to middling management careers and are still doing better than me. Karma isn't real, folks. <laughs> Karma isn't real. Sounds like it's time for Rory to lie down. <laughs> What are we doing time-wise? Oh, we're, like, not even close, man. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? We're, like, 40 minutes in, and that's <laughs> if we cut off, if that's if we don't cut off all the bullshit at the beginning. You know? I know, right? You're tired. It's been a long week. This is what you get. You're, like, out there, like, living your life, feeling fulfilled and doing things. Now you get to the end, and you realize you're, you're no longer uh, creatively caged. <laughs> I'm giving too many pieces of myself to other people. And here's the thing about troll dolls, everyone. What was the deal with the hair? Some of them had jewels, some of them didn't. Did the other ones lose their jewels? I don't understand. I don't like the way they leer at you from the back of Dolores' desk. There's so <laughs> many of them. Yeah. What are they plotting? <laughs> I feel their little beady eyes on me. I'll tell you what. They have it out for conservatives. <laughs> this is a liberal ploy. You just melt them all with a blowtorch <laughs> yeah. late at night. I have to purge them. Dolores is beside herself. Her grandmother gave her those troll dolls. Antiques. $100,000. Some of the original prototypes. Oh. <laughs> uh, cool. They were made with horse hair. Yeah. And horse placenta. <laughs> How oddly specific. A little bit of asbestos. Yeah. A lot of asbestos. Okay, okay mostly okay. asbestos. Mostly asbestos. Okay, the whole thing is asbestos. I remember cuddling them close to my cheek as a little girl. It's... <laughs> Inhaling deeply the dark secret of the American girl dolls that you didn't want to know. They dispense cocaine. <laughs> Dolly, drink the tea. And you raise her arm to her head and just cocaine yeah. pours out of her mouth. Just like a dateline thing. Something you didn't know about them. And they pop the top off and shake it. Syringes just falling out. <laughs> uh, all the front. What about Teddy Ruxpin? And there's just a gun in his chest. <laughs> Oh, man. Just about the horrible. What a weird gift that was. Teddy Ruxpin? Teddy Ruxpin. I never got one, did you? Oh, I had a... T like, we didn't have one, but my grandparents had one at their house. When you could get that thing, we got it to work, like, twice. <laughs> it's one of those things, because you had to put the cassette in, you had to turn it on and get it all going, and it's supposed to somehow recognize the cassette and, like, go with it. <laughs> but sometimes it just wouldn't, so it'd just be sitting there dead while the story would go. This is fine i guess you know it's just a teddy bear with a boom box in it basically and we're not, okay somebody get some janet jackson and put some janet jackson in the teddy ruxpin and off it go <laughs> but like it would it would move sometimes and you're just like this is fucking weird man it's like furby when one of them broke down and would like randomly come to life like yeah well, there was eyes are going nuts. People who could swear like you could get the Teddy or uh, you get the Furby to like repeat words and all these different things. And I still to this day wonder if they're true because uh, I could never get my Furby to do that. All I could get my Furby to do was have its eyes open every morning when I shut them at night when I went to sleep. That's the only thing my Furby would do. I would wake up in the morning and it would be staring at me and I'd go, OK, it's time to start putting this in the closet. I was not allowed to have Furby. Why? Dad uh, thought it was a gummit thing? Oh, my dad thought it was super gay. He was like, you, oh. can't, you can't have a Furby. <laughs> you can't have a Furby. Somewhere there's a Furby upstairs in the attic, like in its thing, like all pristine. More just like as a collector's item, along with like hundreds of Beanie Babies. Man, what are those even worth these days? Anything? Some of them I think are actually worth something, but most of them, no. 
Like most of them are just run of the mill, whatever, like tons and tons printed. But there's some of them out there that like have like mismatched tags or blah, 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 blah. Because mm-hmm. like there's the nostalgia things coming back because our generation, like the ones of us that have money, like are looking back on their childhood and going all these things that I couldn't buy back then, like Pokemon cards or mm-hmm. like old Game Boy games and things like that. They're going back and they're buying them now and they're buying them from people like me who bought those things. <laughs> no, but they're. They're they're valuable because most of them got trashed and destroyed. Like one of the original uh, games for the Super Nintendo, like or no no for the N sixty four even right, which doesn't seem that long ago. But like Super Mario sixty four, pristine in the package with like the Mylar still around it, or, or that plastic wrap. That those that like one of them went for like six figures. God damn, dude. Yeah, like seriously, there there's some serious <laughs> wealth in having like very pristine. Like there's like, you know, how there's like the CGC for comics, right? Where you mm-hmm. get the grading and like you've got same thing for coins and stamps. They've got those for video games now. Like you can like for old, like for certain people who were smart enough to go, I got the collector's edition of this game and I didn't open it. And it's got the discs and all or the cartridge even from older games. And they hold on to that shit. And eventually they're, they're starting to sell for a lot of money. Like, I got a fucking uh, one of Nintendo's failed projects sitting upstairs, a Virtual Boy sitting in the box. That thing fucks your eyes up. It was basically like this visor that you like would sit on a table and look into and play with a controller kind of down underneath. And uh, it was all red. It's all red lines. It's an early stuff. attempt at VR almost. Yeah, like an early attempt at 3D, really, is because you sit and it, it does that for you. And uh, it was fucking great. One day, hopefully, that'll be worth something. Probably worth a couple hundred bucks now. Got it for like 40 or 50 bucks. Shit. Yeah. Do you ever have a power glove? No, but I bet you if you had a pristine power glove, that'd be worth something. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, there's tons of old things like that. Nintendo made a bunch of weird failed crap, like helmets and all kinds of weird shit. And if you have any of it, it's worth something. It's just weird. Collectors are coming out of the woodwork. Again, I wish I had my Pokemon cards. Not because I want to sell them, because I'm one of those people who feels nostalgic for my old Pokemon cards I ended up giving to like my nephew or like my cousin. And, um, you know, like that. Just like now I'm like, God damn it. I wish I just kept those fucking Pokemon cards because now it means more to me than it probably means to him. Because Again, he just got give. They, I just gave them to him. So he didn't have to like build yeah. the like you have to build the sets and get the. He's just using them to chop up Adderall and snort <laughs> it with his friends. <laughs> yeah, we could do coke off this old binder full of these shitty Pokemon cards. My <laughs> my gay ass older cousin gave to me. He's so lame. Yeah. I you're absolutely right. I wish I had hung on to my Beanie Babies because you are 100 percent correct yeah. in predicting that they're going to make a comeback. The Probably. time is right. Yeah, one of these 90s days. nostalgia is peaking, and if not now, like again, this whole generation has to hit that that age 40 crisis and 50 and 60 and hell, some of us 70. And every like turn of the decade for that whole group is going to freak us the fuck out because life has taught us to freak the fuck out over everything. Uh, we, we're just never going to get a moment's peace ever. We're just, like, going to be the PTSD generation. And uh, so we'll have those moments where we're just sitting there being like, I miss that. And the people that have that money, they're just going to go back and drive those markets up. Pretty much. Take that fucking Nintendo game home and rip it open and play the game, which is kind of great, but also kind of terrible from a collector's perspective. Well, from a collector's perspective. But that's what I did with Beanie Babies. I ripped the tag off. I cut the ass tag off. And I played with them. And they, yeah. their fur got all fucked up from the oils on my hand. Yeah. I, I played with them like toys because mm-hmm. they're toys. Yep. And so they're probably 
fucking worthless. They were one of the few toys I was allowed to have. I'm like, how come Beanie Babies aren't gay? This one is literally purple with a flower on it. Yep. The Diana Bear, which mm-hmm. I don't think I played with. Someone was like, it's the most, just gr- seize a child by the shoulder. Yeah. It's the most valuable bear. Yeah. And the you funny do thing not was, play with this one. The funny thing was, is it really wasn't the most valuable bear. No. It was like the one that was like the most, like there's, again, it's one of those things where like people figured out like, it was made with these special pellets for the first 100,000 of them. And it says the tag on the back that says this. And if you've got that, it's worth $100,000. And then all the other ones are worth like 100 bucks. And you're like, that's really fucking weird. Like, again, I, that's the kind of collection I would never really want to have where somebody needs to explain to you why it's so rare, you know? Yeah. I don't know. And to just be like a single male with a bunch of beanie babies just <laughs> on the wall and Well, I don't care room. about that. Yeah. You've got a lone cat and a lone dog named Garfield and Odie. <laughs> I think that's why everyone makes the fucked up Garfield c- cartoons is because they lend themselves to like existential depression. It's a single yeah. man who talks to his cat. And dog, kind of. And feeds it macaroni. Yeah. Yeah. Odie has no Macaroni sentience. dishes. <laughs> My God. Oni, Odie has no sentience, but Garfield certainly does. Yeah. That's that's not fair. It's not fair to say. I mean, Odie doesn't have thought bubbles. Doesn't he, He though? drinks out of the toilet and eats his own turds. But does he not have joy and sadness? Does Odie not feel joy and sorrow? Simply because he has no bubbles does not mean that he does not possess sentience. But do real dogs feel joy and sorrow? I mean, do stupid people have sentience? <laughs> that's a fair question. We yeah. know a couple people who basically are as smart as a dog. Yeah, that's true. And also, I watched this documentary as a child. It's called All Dogs Go to Heaven. Go on. So I believe that they have to have sentience because they go to heaven. So they have to have a soul, you know, which is what gets you into heaven. I thought the help of a plucky sidekick voiced by Dom DeLuise got you into heaven. (laughs) As I live and breathe. Deep cut. Oh... Was that Disney? Was all dogs going no, to have a Disney? It was not. Wow. Other other uh other companies trying to get in the animation game. It's really surprising. Anything animated from from your childhood feels like it should be Disney, doesn't it? It does. Like people think Anastasia's a Disney movie. It's not. Really? It's not. What? It's, I think they're all Amblin. I'm pretty sure it's Amblin Entertainment. Spielberg's oh, no. Company. Anastasia's got to be fucking Disney. It is 100% not, my friend. Let me look it up. That's why she's never one of the Disney princesses. <laughs> exactly. I yeah. thought it was just the Cold War. <laughs> Anastasia movie. Really? You're it's a Bluth. Fox Animation, 20th Century Fox. Don Bluth, he did like We're Back, a dinosaur oh, story. Oh, but see, now Fox is owned by Disney, so technically Anastasia is a Disney product. It may be. may be great. Well, yeah, at the time it was. Oh, di- you're right. Disney is the one buying these things. Yeah. They've got Marvel. They've got Star Wars. They've got 20th Century Fox. So they may, they, yeah, All Dogs Go to Heaven, Anastasia, The Land Before Time, An American Tale, The Secret of Nim. Did they do uh, The Brave Little Toaster? I don't, th- that I think is Disney. I'm so disillusioned! <laughs> you gotta be kidding. Let's do The Brave Little Toaster, but with Animal Farm. <laughs> yeah. Just appliances killing each other. Oh, blankets are good, but some blankets are better. They're all created equal. Heated Bye. blankets. Oh, yeah, this reminds me, we were talking about cartoons. I uh, I shit my pants at Thumbelina. Really? I had to be taken home. Like in the movie theater? Yeah, destroyed them. Pair of sweatpants, 
destroyed huh. them. I don't think I ever had any uh, boom booms out in the theater. I was too impatient to sit in my seat, so I'd sit and like fidget the fuck around while we're sitting there trying to watch Babe Pig in the City. I'm sure mm. that made my uh, grandmother very upset because <laughs> I was just making too much noise in the theater. Oh my God, what's going to happen to Babe? And then my sister later would be like, yeah, that was a bunch of different babes, you know? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what are you saying, Kel? Because yeah. one of them would get too fat, and then they would have to bring in another one because the shooting schedule was so long. So the first babe, by the time you saw the movie, had probably been eaten. <laughs> <laughs> Although they're Hollywood pigs. I don't know if you do that. Hollywood pigs. Hollywood it's not good pig. eating. Yeah, they just bring them out back and put a, the, this, the bolt in their brain. And I think those pigs get to stud. I think you stud those pigs. <laughs> These are Hollywood breeding pigs. This pig is a star. <laughs> and then when it it dies, yeah, you... you There's yeah, a high you, demand for smart, specially sized pigs. Why, why not just breed teacup pigs for Hollywood? If that were a viable career path, I, I would do it. I, I can't believe it's not. Like, well, we learned after the baby years, it's just too expensive <laughs> to keep bringing baby pigs on... You know how many outtakes were full of a squealing, a scared pig shitting all over the set? Huh. They got that guy, uh, the, that actor from the General's Daughter, what's his name? James Cromwell. Yeah, James Cromwell. He's just sitting there like, well, ba- oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> the, the pig, another one, freaks out and pees and shits all over the fucking house set. Cut. And Gary Marshall's just sitting there like... Yeah, tonight's the night. So big. And he's like, why has my career gotten to this point? <laughs> Wait, I'm not making Charlotte's Web? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Damn it. I thought this one had some pathos. He makes two different adaptations and he fucks up the catchphrase. It's just Charlotte's yeah. Web. That'll do, pig. And then That'll a, do. a young Jimmy Fallon comes in to clean up the piss and shit. <laughs> Nobody knows. It's how he got his start in Hollywood. He just keeps blowing all the takes because he's laughing. He's like, fuck this. I'm going to go try and get into Second City. <laughs> And the rest is history. Good thing I'm a charming alcoholic. Yep. Is he still? Is he still an alcoholic? No, I think he's fine now. Wow, what a low hit then. Hey, man, <laughs> he opened himself up to it when he almost degloved himself with his wedding ring. Mm. He was so drunk, he fell. He went to catch himself, and his wedding ring caught on the kitchen counter and skinned his fucking finger. God, that's the worst thing I ever heard. That's why he had that monster cast for oh, a while. Oh, God. It's a wake-up call. Did he? He's still married? I believe so. Oh, well, good for her. Yeah, we're sticking by him. We're sticking by old Jimmy. I know he laughs in pretty much every skit he's ever been in, but you, you're you there for him, so that's what, that's what matters. Yep. I can't, no. It's, what matters is he's got to stop laughing through skits. I know his SNL days are long gone. You can't go back and rewrite history. But he's also just like, I really find Jimmy Fallon charmless. I think none of what he's doing is interesting or funny or fun. Oh, or I think he's fine on late night. I think he's a fine. Well, for what late night is now, yeah. But for me, Conan set the bar. Well, that's like talking about stand-up comedy and not mentioning Dave Chappelle. Like it's there's certain people who set like there's this echelon of people who are greats, you know. And and Conan is just so far outside, like all of the realm of the rest of them. But there are Leno apologists, and some people would say Letterman, and I would have to Eh. fight. I would have to debate you on that. Letterman was extremely talented, but Conan for me. Because it was just his sense of humor was way more up my alley. Sure. Like when he had John Benjamin on to play a marriage counselor who was demonstrating sex positions on the couch. Well, maybe it's just that he's our generation's talk show host. That's very fair. That might be what it is. Yep. You're probably right. But uh, Same as like John Stewart was too. The Daily yeah. Show was big. 
Yeah, John Stewart was was one of the greats. I kind of look at him in a different light too. Yeah. John Stewart, um, I mean, Colbert Rapport was very different. It was a Fox riff, and my dad watched so much Fox that I was, yeah. like, immediately identified with this was. Oh, I liked it. If it had been, you know, I mean, he did the character so well, and that's what was so good Perfect. about it. was because he could riff in character during the whole thing. Like, people don't realize when you watch that show, like, how much of it was just him improving that. And that's what's really impressive about that show. But in that sense, it's also kind of different. Like, it's not quite the same as the other talk shows yeah. in that sense. But it was great. It was great for that as like a parody of a Fox News, like the morning talk. Yeah. Fucking stupid cunts at nine. Like, mm-hmm. it's just so awful. One of their programs, The Five, that was my one of my dad's the big time favorites is, is The Five. Uh, it was four conservatives, Greg Gutfeld, some other asshole. And one guy who got shit on. Two blonde women and the token liberal. Uh-huh. For a while was a guy, I can't remember what his name was, not Dick Gephardt. <laughs> but it was this big, fat, sweaty Brian Dennehy-looking guy yep. who just could not stop doing drugs. So they kicked him off the five. Oh no! He was their punching bag. Did he become the four? Off. Well, I wonder why he was doing all the drugs. <laughs> Probably Couldn't every deal day. Get yelled at on the five. Smashed by Tommy Laren. Uh, your who's, favorite? Who is now on the five? Don't you say that your out loud? Favorite? Stormfront Barbie. Yeah. Just the worst. I think I've said this before, but you get one shot at a three-way i'm picking aoc and tommy laren oh and just watching them argue through it i think they're going to be so competitive with one another that i reap all the benefits listen i wanted like at first you want to fight i like i wanted to fight you on that but i you can't your logic's rock solid tommy laren i'll be like i'll show you how conservative girls do it in the butt (laughs) (laughs) and aoc's like i'm gonna show you a whole new world you've never even seen before she could teach a young man like me who is maybe two years older than her. I think. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I'm pretty sure she's pretty close to our age. Um, doing a lot more with her life than us. Sure. Has yeah. a boyfriend who looks just like Are me. You, you know how depressing that is? Really? Yeah. Wow, you're her type? Yes. Gross. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she should be removed from office immediately. Uh, yeah. I would love that. I would love to be like Kamala Harris's husband, Doug, or whatever. To just be a powerful woman's arm candy. Yeah, it turns out you're you just it's Marjorie Taylor Greene, and you're like, oh no, that's right, funny, that's right, honey, Jewish space lasers, that's what happened. Uh huh. You're so brave and smart. Yeah, sure. I support everything you're doing. That's the thing. I'd be stepdad to her daughters. Why not? I'd be a strong influence in their life. She's, I'd be like, now, girls, you know your mother's fucking crazy, right? She seems like the worst. She seems like just the worst person I've ever met or heard of. I. You'd kill yourself with a rock yeah, having I, to talk to her. Yeah. I'd be like, it just, you'd, you'd get a weekend. You'd be like, yeah, I've got a pool now, but I don't know if it's worth it. But and we, we're, we're around guns all the time. And like, accidents happen. It's just what I'm saying, guys. Just accidents happen. Lauren and, Boebert came over and shot the gardener. Like, yeah. felt intentional. She said it was an accidental discharge. I don't know it. Yeah. Shooter's grill. <laughs> They're required to open carry. Yep. I'd get an elephant gun if that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> Strap it to my back. Oh, this is a tranquilizer gun. <laughs> they didn't specify. Uh, and some days are longer than others. So when you get done, it's good to have something you actually want to use. Just get done table three. Well, good night, everybody. And you just swack. Fall asleep right there on the line. We should apply to work at shooters. I think they only hire women, though. Yeah. We could be line cooks. How 
progressive of them. It's very they're giving young women an opportunity yeah. to work in the proximity like, of I guns. Listen, uh, Roy, I don't think our patrons would be comfortable with a man open carrying while waiting tables. It sends an entirely different yeah. message. It's just a little too effeminate. <laughs> just like, <laughs> okay, great, it's great, great guys. Yeah. What are we at time wise here? I don't know. Uh, we're probably pretty good. What does it say? You keep we're, saying we're that. over an hour. Okay. We're By over how an hour. much? By like a couple minutes. By a minute or two. Do you have any new business? New business? <laughs> I don't know. Any bit you want to cram in here at the end? I've got no bits, motherfucker. We used them earlier when we've been fucking faltering. Hey, what's the funny deal about saltine crackers and Garfield? Isn't that funny? I got this secret bit I waited for the end. <laughs> Just drop on. A little pearl of wisdom. Well, I don't know. You mentioned Odie's cum. There was no... <laughs> that was the episode. Well, you have an opportunity to throw one of those at me. Nope. That's it. That's all I got. You ever go to lay flowers on a loved one's grave and you yeah. find the grave digger having sex with a dead body? Yep. That ever happened to you? life funny? Well, good night, everybody. Those are Rory's ending thoughts. Yeah. All of us are different, but sometimes we find things that really make us all the same. Isn't that what it's all about? Yeah. Like, like Jerry Springer at the end of a show. You watch people hit each other with chairs, and then he comes out at the end, gives you that nice little thing, and you go, what the fuck was that? Proud to be an American. I guess I'm apparently free. They tell me that I'm free. Yeah. But I just cannot leave my house, and I have to wear a mask. And oh, coronavirus no. is fucking fake. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> where is it? Where is he going with this? No, no, no. Not this time. Yeah, not good. Not good stuff. What about the time people were saying the coronavirus was fake? Not this time. Not this time. We're Total the, fiction. We'll be talking about that next week, so tune in. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun with this fictitious virus that totally didn't exist and hasn't killed anybody. I'd like to think it's because the CIA, they go around and every now and then they're killing people with a super strain of the flu. They've also got that ray gun that can stop your heart. Isn't that neat? Isn't that weird? We love the CIA. You got anything you want to plug before we dump out? I said no! <laughs> <laughs> Splendid! Well, until next time then, you jolly fuck faces. Thank you, go fuck yourselves, and goodbye. Goodbye.